My name is Elizabeth. I live with my parents. My family moves a lot because of the nature of my dad's job. He's a football coach. Town to town, city to city, it was a never-ending circle. This is the fifth time we are moving in 10 years. As the only child of my parents, I never had it easy, having to change schools every time as a result. Moving to a new place, leaving my old friends with whom I would have just been getting used to. It was heartbreaking. I know I have a problem adjusting to a new place. Everyone seems to be nice, but you really don't know who they are. It's always difficult for me to sift through the good ones and the not-so-good ones when trying to make new friends in a new place. The first three times we moved that I can remember was tough on me. The most painful one was when I had to leave Cindy, my best friend. I cried all night before the day. We were so close and spent a whole lot of time together. She was my neighbor, friend, sister, and confidant. She was anything and everything I wanted her to be. My parents struggled to console me, but I didn't listen to anything they had to say. We'd come to visit Cindy sometime, my mom said. I cried even more when I heard that. I couldn't bear seeing Cindy on just occasional visits. Years have passed, ever simple that time, and moving to new cities or towns is no longer as painful as it was when I was younger. I know better now, and I've become used to it. The only problem I have now, though, is the fact that I have to change schools every time we moved. Last two years, we moved to Austria, and I met a guy. He was really nice and cool and stuff. Then came that shocker, not too long after we started dating, we moved. It was devastating for me. That relationship, like most long-distance relationships, didn't work. This year, we moved to Mexico. My mom searched for a good school, which I was enrolled. That was the beginning of another chapter in my life as I waited eagerly to resume school. The first day in a new school was really scary for me. I don't know how my new colleagues will welcome me. It's a scary place for a teenage girl with no brothers, I thought. As my mom always taught me, the first impression always matters. I was determined not to screw things up this time around. Way before the first day, I had already prepared the dress and shoes I was to wear. Bags, makeup, hairstyle were all predetermined before resumption. I didn't have such a nice experience the last time around, so I was really scared this time. It's a Monday, my first day at school. I had my hair done nicely by my mom, and I was looking smart and beautiful. Yes, I was looking really beautiful. No one needed to tell me that. I knew it by just staring at my mom's aged mirror. When my dad dropped me off at school, everyone seemed to be staring at me. I almost missed my step as I followed the directives given to me by my dad to locate my class. The school was really big, and I was lost in less than five minutes. So I needed to ask questions. When I turned, I saw a boy. He was also a student. Hello, I said. Hi, how may I help you, he replied. After a minute or two conversing, he took me to my class. That was the first person I talked to in the school. His name was John. John was a pretty boy, a senior in the school. His eyes blue, his chest broad, and his skin beautiful. He gave me goosebumps and I couldn't help thinking about him. 
When I got home after my first day, my mom saw that I was a little off. She saw that I wasn't minding the lunch I was served. What's wrong, she inquired. Nothing, I replied. I really liked John, but I couldn't tell my mom that I liked a guy on my first day at school. John and I started texting, and within a short time, John started wooing me. He was flirting with me whenever he met me at school. We sat at the same table during lunch hours, and his friends were singing his praises, telling me how nice John was to have as a boyfriend. It was weird. I knew they were just trying to convince me to date him. Although I liked him too, I thought the pace at which everything was moving was too fast. One day I went to a school party and John asked me to take a walk with him. I did and soon we came to a lonely road. He told me how much he loved and admired me. That night he had a certain glow in his eyes, enchanting really. All my defenses were down. I was vulnerable. John moved closer, held my hand, then my waist, then he kissed me. I liked the kiss, but then I was nervous and pushed him away. He came closer again, and this time I couldn't do anything because his grip was firmer. That night, that sorry night, I lost my virginity. I cried because I wasn't ready, but John had his way with me all the same. I was young and naive, and perhaps he was a master of his game and has done that with many other girls in the past. On getting home from the party, my mom saw my state and knew what had happened even without me telling. She reported the case to the school authority and John was duly punished for his actions towards me. John and I never spoke again afterwards. I couldn't wait for the next time we'd have to move. It was an experience I couldn't wait to forget. Anyways, I have now learned my lesson never to hide things from my mom anymore. She's in the position to give me counsel and guidance. It was a lesson I learned sorely. Hi there. My name is Crystal, and this is the story of when we had my mum and dad's 30th anniversary party. It was a huge bash. My five siblings and I arranged everything. We hired my parents' favorite local rock band to play. They even set up a stage and dance floor in the backyard. We made a canopy roof from lots of twinkling lights. They are my mum's favorite. We had the party catered with all their favorite dishes from the local cuisine. There were colored ice carvings on every table. I came up with the idea of hiring a videographer to commemorate this momentous occasion for my parents. I figured, since some of our relatives live out of state, we could go live for a while during the party to be able to share with them. My sister and I decided to take my mum for a little Women's Day spa retreat before the big day. We had such an amazing, relaxing time together, something we've never taken the time to do, just us girls, before. The three of us got manicures and pedicures as well as a facial. We were delighted to see our mother enjoying herself and feeling like a queen for a day. Now my three brothers, their job for the day was to make sure to get all 200 invitations out to our friends, relatives and neighbors. With the larger percentage of people being local neighbors and friends since we didn't have many relatives that lived near us. My siblings and I decided to get my parents a whole bunch of lottery scratch-offs and make a basket bouquet with them tied with ribbons. And we would present them at the party right before the end of the night fireworks that we had planned. The big day came. Everyone had an amazing time. 
My siblings and I dance the night away and really love seeing our mum and dad have so much fun. As the end of the night drew near, we had the videographer go live on my social media account to connect with all our family and friends that couldn't make it, so they could see us present our parents with their lottery basket. As they scratched off each ticket, everyone was chanting and shouting, win, 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 win. When all of a sudden my mum starts to scream, oh my, oh my, we won, we won. Tears of joy were rolling down both their faces. My dad was in shock. One of their tickets they scratched and won was a million dollars. Now in that basket were also tickets for a trip to Europe for both of them. They were so excited they didn't see it at first. Meanwhile, this whole time, not even realizing it, the videographer was still recording live on social media. However, while my parents went away on vacation to Europe and we siblings went to our farmhouse for a small outing, because of my posting on social media of the video that night and all the information about their lottery winning, their gifts and trip to Europe being out there for everyone to see, when we all came back from vacation, their house had been f***ed. The only good thing is that nobody was at home to get hurt. The police never did catch who did it. But after this incident, my parents installed a 24-hour surveillance system. And we will never again post too much on social media. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi, my name is Alvin. A year ago, my wife delivered a baby boy and immediately I left her. My wife seemed to be exquisite to me earlier. During her pregnancy, she gained a lot of weight, but I ignored it thinking that after delivering a baby, she will be normal. But even after six months, she was overweight. She had stretch marks on her stomach and a gray hair on her head. She was wearing tasteless and old clothes. So one day I told her straight away, you stop being attractive to me. I don't want to live with someone like you anymore. I left my wife and son behind and started living alone. A month after, I started dating a young and attractive woman named Juliet. I spent most of the time with her. I went on a tour to different places along with her. I started spending a lot of money on her because I liked her very much. I loved fulfilling all her wishes and demands. I even gave her my credit and debit cards, digital banking ID and passwords. Everything was going very smooth. After a month or two, I started getting huge EMI. Half of my earned income was spent on paying bills and a half on Juliet's unnecessary demands. And for my livelihood, I broke all my savings. Soon after, the organization where I was working had a downfall. So the number of staff were removed. Unfortunately, I was one of them. I was disheartened and went to Juliet immediately. I was helpless and ran out of money, but during such a bad phase, she just left me alone. I don't want to live with someone like you anymore, she said. I was feeling isolated, which made me call my ex-wife. Her housemaid received the call and informed me that my son is sick and admitted to the hospital. And my wife is along with him. In a rush to reach the hospital, she has forgotten her mobile phone at home. Listening to it, I immediately went to the hospital. When I saw my ex-wife, I realized why she seemed neglected to me. Gray hair from worrying about the whole family. Stretch marks result from our first son being born. She gained weight because she was busy keeping the house healthy. She had no time for herself. She committed herself fully to the family. We have always been a top priority for her. 
I started visiting our son in the hospital every day. I felt regretful for betraying my family. How marvelous it is to have a family. I wanted to fix everything. I waited for a month until my son got well. Then I asked my ex-wife to meet me in the park. When we met, I was surprised to see her as she had turned into a real beauty. Though she has always been a real beauty. I never noticed it. I realized that I still love her and wanted her back in my life desperately. I was happy and excited too to get her back in my life. I apologized and convinced her to come back, but I was late. She had another man in her life. She deserves to have a great man who will always keep her and my son happy. I regret very much for leaving my family when they needed me. If you also have such experiences in the past, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you like my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos. And press the bell icon for more updates. Hello there. I'm Allie and I'm 15 years old. My parents have never made me... Hello there. I'm Allie and I'm 15 years old. My parents have never made me... Hello there. I'm Allie and I'm... Fister is a 12-year-old gymnast who has won many awards for her athletic ability. And she's a straight-A student. Meanwhile, I'm a bit of a chunky girl who doesn't do sports nor excels in school. They are constantly screaming at me mean things like, Why can't you be more like your sister? Or, You're worthless and lazy. They will mutter these wrongdoing at me, and it beats down my self-esteem. I'm so low right now that I don't even want to live anymore. They told me that my sister was their favorite, and I would never amount to anything. Later that day, I went into my room and sobbed for hours. I hold some resentment towards my sister for being so perfect in their eyes. She's everything a parent could want in a daughter. I enjoy singing and writing music alone in my room most of the time. One day, my dad had heard me playing one of my own songs and immediately shut my dreams of ever being a star down. He opened my door slowly and said, I hope you don't think that sounds good because you and should just let that hobby go since you're no good. It crushed me. I felt like there was an even heavier weight on my shoulders and a panging hurt within my heart. These people weren't my parents. Parents could never treat their child so cruelly as opposed to the other one. Even my sister knows she's their beloved. She uses it to pin them against me as well. If we ever were playing together in the house and she broke something, she would blame it on me. My parents never once believed me over her. It hurt to know that even though I was innocent, I would suffer the consequences of getting paddled with a wooden spoon or even locked in my room being grounded, trapped in the house. I hope to one day leave them, but for now, I'm stuck like a mouse in a glue trap. I will escape. I tell myself that because it gives me some light when all my parents deliver to me is a dark, painful, and loveless life. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch some more videos, and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi there, I'm Julie. When I was 16 years old, my dad installed a spy camera in my room. I was a bit of a troubled youth growing up, but I enjoyed sneaking out of my room on weekends to drive into the big city with my friends in order to go dancing. I loved salsa dancing specifically, and the nightlife scene was my thing, even though I was so young. With that being said, I went to sneak out my first floor window one summer night 
after putting on a slinky red dress and my eyes sparkling with glitter eyeshadow. It was salsa night at the city club. I heard my doorknob jiggle, and me, being halfway out of the window, I didn't know what to do. My dad opened the door fully, and I squeezed out the window. I heard him yell out at me, Julie, get back here! And I looked back to see his face red and hot with anger. But I didn't care. I was going to dance my heart out tonight. I waited all week for this. At the club, my best friend and dance partner, Rachel, met me. I told her everything as I worried about whether I would be able to come next week or if I would be grounded. She looked at me tearfully and said, but Julie, we have the competition here next week. The grand prize is enough to pay for college tuition. I had completely forgotten about that. Oh no, we both needed that money. After practicing our dance tonight, I went back home to see my dad oddly calm in the living room. Look dad, I'm sorry, but you don't understand. I began to say, but then he cut me off. Save it, Julie. I don't have to hear it. Just go to bed. And so, off I went while he stayed in the living room. Eventually, dance competition day came, and I got dressed up, about to go out the window, and my desk burst in with his phone in hand, and I saw myself on the screen. Where do you think you're going, young lady? He questioned me. Dad, I have to go. I have a dance competition tonight. That's where I've been sneaking off to. I pleaded while beginning to get upset that I would miss this important night. Then a thought popped into my head. How did he know I was just about to leave? And I was on his phone. Was he spying on me? He smirked and then said, It doesn't matter. You're not going anywhere. Dad, I yelled and then continued. Where is the stupid camera? Then, I looked at the outside of the window, a lock had been placed on it. It was useless. At this point, I was going to miss the dance competition. So, I texted Rachel to apologize, and we had a forfeit, since I wasn't there. My dad didn't understand, nor care. So, I went to bed that night sick to my stomach, after missing one of the most important events of my life due to my dad's spyware. Still, to this day, I haven't found out where the camera is, but it doesn't matter anymore. I'm 18 now and will hopefully be leaving this controlling home soon. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates.